Oh, hi there. Do you like scary movies? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 75. The Red River Horror Podcast is brought to you by Keystone Retro. You can use promo code Red River for 10% off your order at KeystoneRetro.com. Don't forget to check out that website for all the fun vintage collectibles for wrestling, movies, all sorts of forged stuff, and auctions. Now kick back, relax, and enjoy episode number 75 of the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by RedRiverHorror.com founder, Eddie Cayazzo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Joe, great to be with you. I'm doing very well. How have you been? Oof, pretty good. Great to be back. <laughs> After a little bit of a hiatus, we're back in action. Yes, yes. We, we left it off. i actually been told by many people, I mean, um, you know, thank you for listening to the Red River Horror Podcast, but many people in our lives that just like, yo, are you really going to leave me hanging with just the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I said, I'm yeah. sorry. So very sorry, but the the good news is I did watch it in the in between time. You did, I did. Oh, real quick, let's uh, let's uh, let's just dive in real quick. What'd you think of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022? I feel deceived mm. by you and Joe D. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because <laughs> like what? Well, not so much you, but Joe jumped in. And it was just like that. The uh, what I can't remember her name. That she wasn't really that much of a factor. Yes. She was way more of a factor. Yes. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was worse than I was expecting. It wasn't good. No. No. Far from it. Yeah. Um, and then I had to do a little research of my own, and one of the things that got the rights, uh, I, forget, oh, shit, I forget the studio, but the whole thing was the success, was trying to piggyback off the success of Halloween 2018. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Oh, my God. I mean, I was ready to turn it off. I mean, several times, but mostly like the one that really the straw that broke the camel's back was when she was like looking, uh, you know, at Leatherface and Leatherface. I forget what else she says. I was just like, what? (laughs) She's been hunting him for 50 years. (laughs) So, yeah, so a lot has happened in between now and then. So I'm glad you got to see it really quick. What was your favorite scene of the film? Did you like anything? about it early on there's a scene where he's in the back of i believe it's uh, the ambulance and that's it right after the adopted mother yes dies of whatever orphanage he's staying like what the, what is that yeah dude so so well uh, i apologize I, to the red river horror crew for leaving it there but we we are back after a, a bit of a hiatus yeah and you know what? Even with that hiatus, it's like, you know, saying, you know, not having very much nice things to say about Texas Chainsaw. It's like, I'm questioning myself. It's like, am, am I am I a bad fan of the genre? No, no. I mean, there's always people. I, I don't think so. Yeah. You got to remember when that, when the new Texas Chainsaw 2022 came out, for some reason, I didn't know this. I thought I was just, you know, a horror fan, just like you and yeah. the Red River Horror readers. Uh I had no idea it was going to take uh, the weekend by storm, uh, whereas it was trending on Twitter all weekend long, Texas Chainsaw. And then I'm just seeing regular people, non-horror people, just be like, oh, that was good, or oh, that sucked. So yeah, the horror fans seem split. There are people who like it. There are people who say, what the hell did you expect? You know, which I think is a fair charge. Uh, there are people who absolutely hated it. Uh, I... 
I didn't fall in the camp of absolutely hated it, but I didn't think yeah. it was that good. It's just not the type of movie I would like to sit down and watch. Um, you know, if I re- personally knew the people involved, then, you know, I would gladly watch it. But otherwise, I, I think it's better to avoid any of the Texas Chainsaw sequels. Yeah. Other than, I mean, somehow we both really enjoy it, that the Texas Chainsaw at the beginning. I did like that. Um, we yes. both enjoyed that one. And then we also know we have Dr. Halloween and a bunch of people who really enjoy Halloween too, mm-hmm. which I believe is chop top coming in Halloween too. I think so. Bill, you know, Bill Mosley. So like, Oh, oh, Texas Chainsaw too. Texas Chainsaw too. Yeah. 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 yeah so, so uh, that really sets the tone. I mean, it's basically what, you know, house of a thousand corpses is basically. Same well, thing. how about this? We did, we did saw with Dave Saw super fan and kind of got to understand who likes all the sequels. Uh, Doctor Halloween is someone that likes the Texas Chainsaw sequels. Yeah, but he and I are simpatico on a lot of films. So to answer your question, I don't think you're just like, am I a bad horror fan? Just like, no, I think that this this movie is that this 2022 version is that polarizing. Uh, Doctor Halloween found some things that he liked a lot in it, which surprises me. Interesting. He's so, got to come back on. He does. And I think maybe maybe Texas Chainsaw might be the at some the point. Yeah, we'll we'll just we'll talk like sequels or something like that. Yeah. Like, but you know, if I mean, I would recommend Texas Chainsaw two for anybody who loves the contrast between Evil Dead and one and two. Whereas like the one's first one's serious and the second one's not as serious. Yes. I mean, that's all you get. I mean, that's the similar formula. Nope. But hey. Anyway. So any scenes, any scenes? I, I I told you I liked the scene on the bus. Yeah, I think everybody liked the scene on the I think that's the uh, oh good the big seller one. No, my favorite was when he's in the ambulance and like grabs the guy by Mom. the arm and just snaps his bone and then oh. stabs him with his own bone. That's what you were talking about. Okay, yeah, I was like, that's that's the early on. Yes, we're almost like okay, all right, well, Meh. like we'll just ride with this super power, you know, super super older dude yeah. that's super charged, not a big. Oof. Yeah. He's more, he's smarter. I don't know. So so before we get into the episode proper, I uh, just wanted to, uh, some announcements. There will be just a slight delay in getting the next episode out because, Joe, we're going to start that video component on the next episode. I know. Cool as that. It's terrifying. Got to make sure we clean ourselves up a little bit. Yeah, I got to shave. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know what? Like, I didn't realize how fat I was until I watched the red October live stream that we did. And I was like, wow, I like packed on some pounds. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to try and we're getting old. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. But not that old. No, we're not that old. Yeah. I'm just messing around. So yeah. <laughs> no, but, but I didn't realize how fat I was until we did that, that red October part two live stream yeah. with Joe D and I'm like, wow, I packed them on. So I gotta, I gotta work on that one too. So the next red river horror weight loss challenge, we'll call it run for your lives. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, look Something out, Zombie Five like K. Yeah. Run for your lives. Yes, the Red River Horror Charity Weight Loss Competition. And and if I <laughs> do, I then this is a joke. Yeah, it's yeah. a joke. Do, do I get extra points if I have a heart attack because I haven't run like that in a while? Certainly. Okay, cool. <laughs> so so the next video, I just wanted um, for Red River Horror 
viewers, readers, listeners, all that stuff. Uh, the next episode of the podcast, we will have the, that video component that we've been talking about for, oh, I don't know, two years now. Something like that. But before we get into uh, some of the films in March, because we, we, I just want to react to some trailers and talk about some March horror movies with you. Yes. Uh, I wanted to let you know Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Has Scream, the 2022 Scream on it. It's already streaming on Paramount Plus? Already streaming on Paramount Plus. Pop, pop. So if you didn't want to buy another streaming service, if you thought, oh my gosh, now CBS has one and they're Paramount Plus and you got the HBO Maxes, the Hulus, the the everything, everybody's streaming, uh, Peacock, all that fun stuff. You got them all. Find a friend with Paramount Plus and you can watch the new Scream right now. Or you just sign up for the free trials and then just set a calendar reminder on when to cancel. Yes. You know, there's many ways. Or maybe you like the product and you keep it. Maybe. I don't know. You'd have to pay us Paramount Plus for us to endorse your product. We have no no official endorsement. Maybe we should reach out to Paramount Plus. We should try. Maybe they'll be like, you know what? We are the horror play. You know what? The first eight Friday the the 13th films are on Paramount. Yeah. And be like, looky here, you SpongeBob property owning son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Viacom, I think. Is that their parent? Yeah. Okay. That's their. That's their parent company. Yeah. Anyway, I just couldn't. I was scrolling Twitter, and boom, there's Ghostface. I'm like, wait, already? It's just like now streaming. I'm like, where? Paramount Plus. I think this is just the the way the world's going to be working now, where uh, surcharging of tickets by demand of the movie that happened with uh, the Batman, right? Is that prices were upped for that That's just right. that film, whereas other movies in the theater were less. Which is, I I get the idea behind it. I just don't know. I don't know how well of a business model, how long that's going to work for. When people are just going to be like, I'm not paying $30. I'll wait until it's out on streaming. Yeah, it's, and I, I can understand because you, you always got to remember the fact that, you know, the movie theaters don't make anything off the movie. No. It's all, like, that's why you're paying $7 for a Coke. Yeah. But... Yeah, like I wonder what the re- the reasoning is. Like, is it just so that they can play catch up a bit from? I, we'd have to. We'd have to. There's. I'm sure there's a press release about it somewhere. There's someone out there. You do more homework on it. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of you know, in a lot of different industries, places coming up with more unique ways on how to either make some more money or pass the cost off to somebody else. And right, there's always. Some kind of trick up their sleeves. And right now, one of the more common ones is passing on costs to consumers. And like, how long is that going to, how long is that going to work for? Yeah. So uh, I was going to say, better travel as a unit if you're going to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It'll take you $5 just to get to the movie theater. Well, yeah, that's another one where, you know. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so yeah, so uh, I, you're very much plugged into what is on the streaming services this mm-hmm. one i was excited about because i feel like and hey maybe, maybe we will partner with viacom and paramount plus who knows but i was very surprised to see a movie and it's just like streaming now yeah on paramount plus i'm like oh and my sister has it so i was able to bang i was able to uh, that's that's wonderful scream 2022 see like i mean we when we watched king kong versus godzilla i mean it was the yeah. same vein where it was just released that was right so exciting Max. yeah that was so 
Remember the excitement surrounding that? I do. Yeah. My sound bar worked then. It did. You had HBO Max. I still do. <laughs> so that like, was pretty awesome. HBO is the one where I think if it's like, oh, if you only have to have one, I'd probably mm-hmm. stick with HBO because I okay. love HBO's TV shows. Yeah. They got so many good ones that I think I'd just be fine. Okay. It's like, you could only have one. That would probably be the one I'd end up sticking with. That's maybe... So I guess by... By next March, so it's March 2022, by mm. March 2023, I wonder if there'll be enough to do a, a field of 64 on streaming services. Holy God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm curious what any, you know, if someone send it to us on, you know, either at Red River Joe on Twitter, Red River, or just email us, Red River Horror, shoot us a message on Facebook, whatever. Just, mm-hmm. you know, is there, you know, is there a preferred streaming site for you i know for a fact that joe d is a huge fan of shutter yeah and he recommends it highly recommends it and honestly if you love horror movies and you really want added horror content shutter's the way to go if if i had the time that's uh, that's our issue yeah if i had the time i'd be all over shutter i do hear i mean not just in the selection of movies that they had, because I mean, these are horror people curating a serious horror collection that, yeah. like for streamers yeah. and stuff. But I hear even their original content is really good too. Yeah. So I can't can't vouch for it. Don't know. Haven't yeah. haven't seen it all. But uh, Nick from Movie Babble says a, a lot of movies that are coming out on Shutter only, yeah. and so which is why it's like I think if we discuss like out of like the major players, we just have to not include that because that is the we would say like the premier because it's dedicated to it yes so something that's very special about this genre that we love talking about and watching the movies is you and this this video component's going to be a lot of fun uh because there's going to be some live events this year i think we will finally get up there to the mahoning valley drive-in hell yeah Uh, talk to those guys when we were when um when i met tony todd that was in 2018. So you could find it on Facebook there. I did a Facebook Live. Yeah. Um, it's hard to hear. I have my old phone. But uh, I, I think I think this is the year we can finally get up there. And I think so, too. Yeah. And they've just started releasing some... Just started releasing some events that look uh, pretty good. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, such as Steve Feast of Keystone Retro, <laughs> you know, they're doing a wrestling weekend with actual live wrestling and wrestling themed movies nice and you're talking about that you know it's not a horror movie but it's just a great movie which uh darren arifnowski does this thing where the horror of his movies is just the realism of how how brutal life can be yeah and the wrestler is one of them that really captures some of like the hell that these guys go through when they leave that industry i mean it's a real we saw that where ritz on the boars yeah we saw that downtown i remember that and it's a just, that's just a fantastic movie. <laughs> it, it is. And, and the good thing is I, I'd be able to watch that again. Uh, the Requiem for a Dream, I don't know that I need to watch that again. That's the most depressing movie I've ever watched in my entire life. Yeah. I've never cried from watching a TV show or movie mm-hmm. other than Requiem for a Dream gets me very close. Yeah. Like it actually gets me like emotional. Huh. It's the ending. The ending is just so... Yeah. So depressing. If you want to watch a real life horror movie, folks, Requiem for a Dream will do it. Yeah. Especially like coming out of the uh, 
the heroin films of the 90s where there it was kind of romanticized <laughs> yeah like you know there was the bad parts so it's like you know basketball diaries you know leo you know everything's bad but they comes out sure at the end <laughs> same thing with like train spotting with ewan mcgregor and it's just like you know they make it through uh you know uh, uh yeah Darren Aronofsky is not an uplifting fellow. Nope. And Great filmmaker, not uplifting. And his next one's going to be the, the great comeback of Brendan Fraser. Really? Yeah. Does that make you excited? Yeah. So if you see pictures, there's been pictures floating around of Brendan Fraser being very overweight. Okay. But he put on that weight for this role for a movie called The Whale, which is the next Darren Aronofsky movie. Oh, boy. Now- and it sounds very depressing. <laughs> great the comeback of brendan fraser is going to be depressing yeah but you know he'll get to show off his acting chops the book dude's been at it for a long time i mean I, usually in goofy roles but when he gets a serious shot i think he does pretty pretty solid job i do too i i actually liked uh he he wasn't a major part in this movie but do you remember crash yeah that's exactly what i was thinking of for like drama for the first yeah. one and you know what that actually gets that gets a lot of shit right now does it really? Yeah, it's like one of those movies where people are just like, you know, that just aged so it just aged like milk. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess, I yeah. guess so. I haven't watched it since two thousand four, two thousand five. Oh, I wonder what's. It's like, what were the what was the best movies in two thousand four that I can think of? I mean, Crash was a big one, and Euro Trip. Euro Trip. Because <laughs> I think, well, Freddy vs. Jason was still 03. I don't think that was oh four. Uh, correct. Uh, House of Wax. That was oh five. Who's 04? Man, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I'm usually good at this, too. Years I'm usually good with. Yeah. I think Dead Silence was 05. Yeah. Does that... that oh, Saul was 04. Saul was 2004. It was. Yeah, I mean, at least for its wide... Like, we didn't know about Saul before it came out. No, you I know? just remember hearing the the reviews and, like, seeing it, like... Um, so I actually used to read the newspaper back then. Sure. Even as, you know, I love I could read the entertainment section. Absolutely. Read the funnies. And in the entertainment section of the paper, it was described, uh, you know, being compared to Seven. I love Seven. Great comparison. Yeah. I mean. So went and saw Saul Saul. Saul Saul. And uh, blew my mind. Mm-hmm. So that was 2004. I was like, I couldn't remember if that was 03 or 04 too. So yeah, like I think I look at it this way. I'm just trying to remember... Oh three, the ring. Oh four, saw. Yeah. Oh five, did have some good ones. I'm, 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 I can't remember the big one though. Like the one is like, oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah we're, we're just still doing this on the fly, people. We're not even. Yeah. No. <laughs> digging. No, so. I'm really excited about the uh, the the uh, the video component. But as I said, uh, Mahoning Valley Drive-In. That's kind of where we left off. He said they're going to be doing. Wrestling movies, wrestling events. Steve Feast will be there from Keystone Retro, but yeah. they do a great job. As you know, who I found uh, a great follow on Twitter to keep up with the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville. Oh yeah, they also do a great job with the horror programming. They do. I mean, that's Blobfest. Yeah, it's where the original Blob. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. it's featured. Yep. So that's the other event. If I think that's back this year, we make our way up to Blobfest. Yeah. So, I mean, I expect to have a good amount of video footage, and I think you and I talked about this before even Red River Horror. Uh, 
maybe not like an uh, like a web series like i don't know if we have the time to put into producing that not yet but definitely traveling to different places and telling a story like uh last last year or two years ago you and steve did the stories from coal country yeah and we gotta go visit them we gotta go see it yeah. like we we need like i need a visual there's this um i was talking about clinton road i posted the video of me and my dad going but if you and i go we can also go to that watcher house. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, so all that stuff is going to start to, to unravel this year. And we're, um, we're, we're kicking it off with the video components of the podcast, which, so, so there's a lot for me, at least to look forward to Mahoning Valley, little trips here and there to uh coal country, watcher house, North Jersey, scary places. And yeah, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. Dude. Hello. Yeah. And real quick before we like, get in anything else i'm looking at mahoing's page yeah and let's see if you've seen some of these things that they got coming up <laughs> and then anybody if you're in where is this convenient to come from if you're north jersey philadelphia new york um there was if you watch their documentary at the drive-in i think it's called yep there's a guy who comes down every weekend from new hampshire yeah it's but yeah but tri-state yeah, area. if you want to make it to lehighton is that how you pronounce Lee Lehighton? Lee Lehighton? Yeah. You know, just outside of a town where named after a man who never stepped foot in that town. Yes, sir. Jim Thorpe. <laughs> Jim Thorpe. Yep. <laughs> which is a shame because, like, the original town name is actually kind of well, Machuk, which is kind of cool. I'm guessing, I mean, you know, we don't get political on Red River Horror Podcast, but I'm thinking, don't you think the name's going to change in the next... 10 15 years with the way things are going yeah because they don't need that they don't need the jim thorpe name for tourism anymore <laughs> right it doesn't really do anything i'm just guessing with the with the uh with the way things are currently uh, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that name will change soon yeah it was one of those yeah i mean if you ever want to go down a weird rabbit hole look into the naming of the town jim <laughs> thorpe it's 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 something and his remains are there too yeah like exhumed and moved there right it, it's it's weird but the prison's there the prison is we there. We should go to the with prison. With that handprint. Yes. Yes. The last time I saw that, I was very, very young. Yeah. So. To the prison. To the prison, to Scranton. But anyway, go ahead. Hey, we got we got, so, we got some trips th- to do. These Mahoning uh, folks, I, I just want to say they are probably bigger horror buffs than I am. So I, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, they go hard. They go deep. But yes. They, uh, no, but like when it really first, when they really... When I first heard of them, they were doing a lot of B movies. Mm-hmm. But as they've grown, you know, they've been able to get more stuff in a can and put it on there because they play it from film most of the time. Oh, oh yeah. Like it's mostly film. Uh, occasionally, it'll be a digital projection. But well, they well they one of the films that they they actually everything has to be film. I guess it does um, because know. they have a thirty-five millimeter projector. Because the digital one, it, they just—they say this in the movie. The digital one was like fifty grand. Mm. It's like we can't afford a fifty-thousand-dollar projector. So, but what's crazy is all the movies. You know, they say in glorious thirty-five millimeter. The cool thing about that is, in, in at some point in that documentary, they whatever copy of a big movie they were playing. I don't know if it was like Jaws or something like that was like Quentin Tarantino's copy. Oh, wow. So like they yeah. had like QT written on like the real. The, wow. So so it's like for movie buffs, for people that are that into cinema. Yeah. He's just like, oh my gosh, like I'm holding yeah. Quentin Tarantino's copy of this movie. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that was my first experience there was Bite Night, Jurassic Park and Jaws. Okay. Here's what like, you know, this one kind of has, uh, 
somewhat interesting. I'm just curious if you've ever seen these, yeah. which is the original The Fly. I haven't. Nope. Or the 1980s version of The Fly. No, and I hear that's a fantastic film. It's really something. I mean, yeah. it's uh, some prime Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious if you've ever seen The Fly. I mean, you've certainly seen parodies of it every which way. On The Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, so I haven't seen either Fly films. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Let me see. What else do they got going on here? Yeah, all $35 million. Oh, They got fresh merch for this year. Oh, man. Yeah, they do it upright, man. Oh, it's looking good. They had Felissa Rose there last year. They did. Uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's been there, I think, twice I'm, now. The thing is, that thing sells out so damn fast. They do. So it's, it's really expanded, really expanded. And the best is, like, you could spend a, a, full, a full weekend up there mm-hmm. if you really wanted to. But let's see. So you got some other classics, like Zombie Fest is going to be happening again. You got some Clint Eastwood, Bruce Lee, if that's what you're vibing on. There's going to be a little tribute to Bob Saget and Norm MacDonald with some dirty work. Nice. <laughs> yeah, some good stuff. Some good stuff. They they know their film. They know their their cinema, and they have a great time. And again, when I when I spoke to them, I, and it was funny. If you go back and watch that that Facebook live stream I did with them, it's just like it's funny when you think you know something. Mm-hmm. So like you approach it, just like oh, you know, I heard there was a, a you know a thirty five millimeter. Uh, Suspiria floating around. I had read something in Bloody yeah. Disgusting about it at that time. And it's like, oh, yeah, we had Suspiria before. Like, <laughs> that's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, we had it. So, again, it's just like. Well, that's. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, so it's like I thought I had something. It's just like, oh, it's funny. You guys are still 35 millimeter film, right? Well, I know this. They're like, yeah, we already did that. Like, no, <laughs> never mind. Ah, uh, man. So in Tuesdays, they're going to be doing uh, Exhumed. What are they calling it? Each Tuesday night, Exhumed Films digs deep into their vaults for a mind-blowing single feature with an extended deep dish trailer reel on 35. So this one caught my eye. Uh, like might be a little late for well, May 31st. City of the Walking Dead from 1980, a.k.a. Nightmare City presents ferocious running zombies in serious need of a dermatologist in a wild ride of an Italian gut-munching nightmare. Huh. Hey, it's got me curious. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've heard of that, too. Like, it's not just your average B-movie. Like, I feel like I've heard of that. Like, doesn't that sound familiar in some way? City of the Walking Dead. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hmm. pretty common one. Speaking of Walking Dead, that's coming coming to a close, and I haven't brought myself to watch any of this season or the last two i guess at this point really interesting man we i gotta go back i'll binge through it and maybe try and find reach out to some old contacts see if we can have someone from the show talk but yeah that's right we did um really dude that whole show i mean there's just such a phenomenon behind it like just you know there's people who watched it from the beginning like watched the first season and felt like i know people who watched the first season and fell off during the second season I know people who started in the fourth season, like they binged the first three seasons on Netflix. Okay. And then got out of it at one point. Like people started this show, dropped this show all at different points. Yeah. You know, one of those really neat things that like AMC really made out from the being on Netflix. Yes. You know, they did. I mean, I think doesn't, what is it? 
David Gilligan. Who's the guy that does Breaking Bad? Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan. I mean, he he even said that he's just like, oh, like people caught up to Breaking Bad, and then it became huge. Like I think he credits being able to watch. He, I believe he does. Yeah. And Mad Men, you know, same thing. Hmm. So, but uh, but Walking Dead, you'd be surprised. I that took off. I'm a horror guy, but I never. Never got into it, but you know me. Like yeah. I've watched series finales, having never watched shows before, um, so I had to check out the uh, the bat, uh, the the guy, the dad from Supernatural, Negan. Yeah, yeah. Like he he like kills a bunch of people with the bat. Well, yeah. In the show, he kills two. Yes. In the you know graphic novel comic series, it's just one. Okay. So the, we talked about that a lot in a talking nerdy guessing who, because they did it as a cliffhanger of who he hit. Oh. And I actually guessed 100% correct. Okay. I was very proud of myself for that. I I obviously didn't know the characters, but I knew from the Twitter reaction that it was a big deal. And then for some reason, there was this like war. Uh, it, it was it was crazy. Like there were people saying, "Now that went too far. That shouldn't be on TV." And remember that big like censorship campaign, like talking about how like it went too far. Yeah, there, I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, <laughs> it's a film. It, it, it's it's not like it was on at an early time. You know, it was something you should expect. It's about a post-apocalyptic um, world with yeah, things get so, brutal. Yeah, and before that, you had you know people eating people. Mm-hmm. Like the one group, you know, cutting off limb by limb so that, you know, the the meat survives and so that they can save the person for future meals. <laughs> right. You know, rather than just killing them, stuff like that. And that happened before the bat? Yeah. So, yeah. So, but but that reaction to it, that reaction to the bat thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to watch that. So I just did. I just watched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to watch. That's fine. So I saw some of the first season, I think definitely the pilot. I definitely saw the pilot with the horse. Yep. Um, and I saw the bat episode. Yeah, yeah I so. mean, it has its ups and downs. Uh, I think there's just, not to like get too too much into it, but I got hooked on, I got hooked on the comic series, you know, after checking out a couple of, you know, a couple issues from, uh, from Alex, from, you know, Talking Nerdy. Yeah. And then... You know, ended up buying everything. So you know the really, story, like you know yeah, how. Yeah, and they changed it in ways where it was just trying to cater to some sort of audience that I don't know what audience that is. Yeah, and it just doesn't work. It just it fell off and got way too, way too like dramatic in the wrong way. Hmm. Eh. Did did it hold its super fans like the that crew that used to be around? No. Oh really? Even yeah. they dropped off. Yeah, even they dropped off. I don't see any of them saying anything about it other than that they can't watch it anymore. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, you know, there's a lifespan to every show. Yeah, and if you're gonna do something where it's like this end of the world horror thing, it's like you really can't just keep recycling the same story over and over again. We're trying to add too much drama to it. Right. You know, get in there. You know. <laughs> Give something scary, give something sad, throw in a couple ha ha's here and there, and just get out. Like, something like it doesn't like there's just so much material because of the comic series, but it's like you probably could have 
had a great run with six or seven seasons. Just yeah. call it a day. That's there's so many fluff episodes in that show. It's unbearable. Ah, oh, that's the worst. Because I remember I did watch Supernatural, and I think I had heard somewhere, just like with with Lost, I think. Right? Yeah. I had heard somewhere that season five was supposed to be the original ending. And I could totally see that. Like, yeah. I don't know if the, I could be talking out my butt. I, I'm just think, trying to think back. I want to actually watch TV. Supernatural, I got through season five. I'm like, okay, I could see that being the ending of the show. And then season six came around, and I'm like, this doesn't feel the same. Like, I didn't like it that much. Yeah. There's, there's only one show I know where it made it from start to finish without getting stale, and that's because halfway through it does a massive reset, almost like it's starts over a completely new show halfway through the series and it's not horror okay um and i'll give you a hint you and i actually when your dad i think got the dvds or you got the D- we tried to watch every episode and this is before streaming 24 no we okay. know we both know 24 got stale Oh no! Yeah, no. Season- I'm saying this this from episode one to the finale. Okay, I don't, I don't think it ever because season five of twenty four. That's when we were just like, whoa, because season four was so good. Season four is it's just too good. Yeah, um, a show that we would have watched that like so I watched it. Yeah, we watched start we, to finish. Yeah, but we was we it was before our time. Like it was on when we were little kids. Okay, and then. Cheers. There you go. Yes. Yes. So like after Coach dies and then you get introduced to Woody and then after Diane <laughs> leaves when uh, Kiersey Alley joins the show, I mean, the show completely resets. It's true. It like turns into a completely new show. And I and I do like the Woody, Kiersey Alley years. Like, yeah. They're both. It's just, it's just as good. Yeah. In a different way. Mm-hmm. And it works. That's a good point. And it ends at the right time. Huh. Yeah, you could probably argue Seinfeld did the same thing, but he also did that for the same reason, where he just didn't want to keep going for the sake of just going. Yes. And it makes sense. Yeah, I think he even said, it's just like, why, like, yeah. I want to go out on top. Like, there's nothing. If we keep going, yeah, then, then we could fall off. Like, yeah. so, F it. I'm out now. Yeah, and that's why the thing that works for anything horror related on TV as much as you know whether you like a season here or don't like a season there at least American Horror Story is giving it a shot like with the anthology style would love to see some more of that in a in a different way I guess you know what oh crap what's his name we did uh, Midnight Mass Haunting of Hill House oh she's basically Flanagan Mike Flanagan yeah yeah, basically doing that on Netflix I mean keep those coming did you watch Midnight Mass not yet oh yeah come on yeah (laughs) you 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 and Joe both said that it's just yeah and uh that good other friend who's not been on the show I don't even know if he listens but I'd love to have him on just to talk about some of his classic artwork that he's done with the Universal Monsters he just did the sheriff and got recognized by the actor on Instagram that's Joe Griffin Oh my gosh, Joe! Love to have Joe. I I went to high school with Joe. You did, and then um, he, yeah, I I don't know when you guys all met, but anyway, but I went to high school with Joe. Yes, I haven't yeah. seen him in a good while. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I know he's a fantastic uh, artist. Yeah, so if you <laughs> if you like just art in general, I mean, his Instagram is Joe Illustrated. Okay, that's Joe Griffin, and the things to look out for, other than. 
you know, he did this work of, uh, you know, Sheriff Hassan Shabazz was the name of the character from um, Midnight, Midnight Mass. Mass. And then, you know, the actor even gave him just like a wow. I mean, you know, Joe's incredibly talented. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping he brings his stuff back up to print because he does. So he actually, here it is right there. Um, he's hanging them up in his own house. Just about house. Congratulations, Joe. But look at these universal monsters. Oh, and he drew those. He drew those. Yeah. He drew those and he was selling them through something. And I'm just like, ah, I got to get them. Like that, Dra- I mean, his Dracula is incredible. Yes. Oh, incredible. I mean, look at the Frankenstein creature from the black. I mean, great. He'd come great. on the show. He would come on the yeah. show. He likes horror games. He likes art. He likes things. Okay. Love right. that guy. Joe Griffin, Universal Monsters. Yeah. Joe Illustrates. <laughs> um, no, no, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I think that's that's it for now. I was going to do some trailers for you for what was going to come out this week, but I think with we just came up with a, another idea as part of the video component that I think might work. Yeah. So... You want to save it for that? Yeah. We can do that. You want to do that? So people can watch along with us rather than uh, just hearing audio? Yes. I think that's a great idea. That would be fun. I think you're right. (laughs) Even if it's an older one, who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, Nick is our guide. Oh, shout out to, well, Nick Cush uh, for Movie Babble. He he provided full coverage of Sundance again. Uh, but right now, well, we're, while we're recording this, I think First Glance LA is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to uh, yeah to those folks. Yeah, spare with us, folks, because I can't wait till we get to work on our on the Red River Horror original. Yes, everybody wants to jump into lend a hand. So when we're ready, we'll be Just sure, like, crew stacked. And do they know what it entails? Uh, I think some do and some don't care and are just willing to pitch in a hand to be a part of it. Okay. And you know what? I mean, a little help here and there don't hurt. Oh, we'll need all the help we can get. We sure do. <laughs> but uh, but I think that I actually showed somebody our one of our other projects today. Yeah? They thought it was hilarious. Someone you don't know or anybody really knows that. Well, they know what I look like now. Right. Yeah, well. <laughs> um they loved it so wow that's awesome so i'm excited i'm excited to do this horror thing where we're delayed quite a bit but yeah. i think last well. t- february 21 is when we plan to do it and then that just never happened so yeah you know we're we're, we're 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 getting there yep i blame me and i blame me so there yeah, you go so anyways, we're now we're even <laughs> so i think well if that's cool we'll save the trailers from next week <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Let's, right. We'll save the trailers for next week. Uh, you know, obviously, let us know if, you know, other than Shudder, what you think is the better horror platform for streaming. Mm-hmm. It's I think it gets a little tricky because Netflix has some really solid stuff. So does Hulu. Netflix has some great stuff. Me and my wife were talking about this, though. The problem with Netflix is it doesn't have anything good during the month of October. Yeah. Like it has they a look, very weak October showing. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the, the movies get that much more expensive to stream that month or what. Probably. <laughs> now that there's more competition. Yeah. So, so but but yeah, Netflix, uh, Hulu does do a great job. I still have to watch. There, there's a ton of original like films that are just there on Hulu and horror specific that I just have to check out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But hey, thanks for checking out episode number 75, you know. Tell us where you, you know, what you got, 
at Red River on Twitter, Instagram, Facebooks. Yeah. Where you find me at Red River Joe. I had a tweet earlier for a poll that has nothing to do with horror. I just got excited about Monday Night Football and asked who farted in front of who first, Troy Aikman or Joe Buck. So you can fill out that that poll. All right, real quick. Wait, what? So is Joe Buck going to Monday Night Football? Yeah, both Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are moving. From oh, and Troy Aikman. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. So they're moving from Fox to ESPN. For, we need to get a breaking news sounder for this show. I mean, we're just, I mean. <laughs> That's crazy. It is national news, but then I just felt compelled to be like, you know, these two prim and proper broadcasters. I mean, they spent a lot of time. Which one yeah. caved and let one rip first? For the first time? Yeah. Okay. My money's on Aikman. I mean, athletes do have a bigger diet, better diet than most of us. Yeah, but also like all that locker room time, like <laughs> right. just doesn't care. <laughs> hey, Joe. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, never thought. All right. Well, I'll have to take part in that poll. <laughs> I wonder what Red River Horror it's, will vote. It's been a couple weeks, so <laughs> this, is, this is what comes to mind sometimes. Oh. <laughs> Well, with that, yeah, Red River Horror on Twitter, redriverhorror at gmail.com. Joe, it's great to be back with you. I'm looking forward to the visual stuff we got coming soon. Yeah, I hope you're looking forward to seeing us on the next one. This has been episode number 75. And remember, folks, to keep traveling those channels of fear.